Dora, is Santa still out there? Yes. The secretary's voice was little more than a whisper. He won't leave. I'm not surprised. Send him in. Brandy sat at her desk and watched him as he crossed the narrow room and took the chair opposite her. He moved like an athlete, perfectly at ease with his body and in command of every muscle. She wondered if he was a dancer, too. There was something about the way he moved. As if it mattered, Brandy reminded herself. She eyed his cable-stitched sweater and houndstooth check trousers. He wore his clothes with an ease which said they weren't brand new and should half expected them to be. So Ross hadn't fitted his friend up at the downtown store before sending him out to Oak Park. Ross says your name's Zack. That's right. And I'll happily let you call me by my first name if you'll tell me yours in return. Brandy looked at him levelly, eyes narrowed. Don't be impudent. I may have had to give you a job, but I don't have to make it easy for you. He bowed his head. Brandy couldn't help but feel the submissive gesture was tinged with a good deal of irony. Zack Forrest at your service. That's better, Mr. Forrest. I'm sure you understand Ross doesn't assign entry-level jobs in his stores. That's up to the managers. And right now, I don't need a Santa. What I could use is floor help, clerks who float through a department and assist the customers to find out what he or she wants. If you're interested, I can put you down in men's action wear this afternoon for training. He shook his head. Ross sent me here to be a Santa. I just told you. Brandy paused. Look, I'm sure Ross meant well, but he doesn't know what's going on out here. Oh, that's great, she told herself. The last thing she needed was for Ross Clayton's friend to go back downtown and tell him the manager of his Oak Park store said he had no idea what was going on. I want to be a Santa. Zack Forrest said, "'In fact, I insist on it.' If his voice hadn't been so deep, Brandy would have sworn he sounded like a stubborn three-year-old. "'Or what?' Brandy said in disbelief. "'You'll report me to Ross? I don't know what kind of hold you have on him, but—' "'I wouldn't call it a hold, exactly.' Brandy gave up. "'Why did he send you to me?' He said this store has the busiest Santa's workshop of any Tyler Royal location. Zack shrugged. That's partly because I'm so careful who I hire to fill that chair. He treated her to another slow, unrestrained smile. I thought you said hiring wasn't your responsibility, Ms. Ogilvy. You know, with that attitude, it's no wonder you're out of a job. Brandy stood up. Report to the personnel manager and fill out the paperwork. Be sure to leave your phone number, since it will take some time to find a Santa suit your size. Zack Forrest had risen, too, and Brandy let her gaze run from his face to his well-polished black wing tips and back, hoping the curt appraisal would take him down a notch. But he didn't even blink, just stood quietly and watched her face while she looked him over. Brandy went on. We'll be in touch when we can put you to work. Don't expect a call for a few days, though, because I'm sure finding a suit to fit you will be no problem at all.
Zack interrupted. I happen to have one in my car right now. I can go to work this afternoon. There was a glint in his eyes. If you like, that is. Brandy was taken aback. Fill out the paperwork first and we'll see. I'll call the personnel director and tell him you're on the way. The corner of his mouth quirked as if with satisfaction, but he didn't say a word till he was at the door of her office. Then he paused and turned. You owe me one, though. Brandy had already picked up the telephone. She looked up from it, mouth open. One what? Listen, buddy, if you think you're the one who's doing me a favor here... Oh, no, I appreciate everything you've done for me. There was a faint note of irony underlying his rich, warm voice. I just mean I've earned equal time to look you over as thoroughly as you've studied me, Ms. Ogilvy.